Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Applebee Bermuda Shorts podcast, short talks on all things Bermuda and business. In this tech talk series, we are going to talk about what's happening in the world of tech. I'm Jerome Wilson, head of Applebee's technology and innovation practice in Bermuda. Today, I'm here with Carl Mayer, who is an associate in our digital asset business team. Hello, Carl. How are you? Hi, Jerome. I am great, thank you. I've got the shorts out. <laughs> I went for a walk yesterday. I saw the bees are out. Bermuda, um, springtime, beautiful time. So I'm really, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm getting very, very excited about Bermuda summer. Yeah, it has been. The last couple of days have been spectacular, to say the least. And I am very excited about the summer. It's a it's a great time to be here in Bermuda, not just because of the weather, but because of all of the interesting things that are happening in the digital asset business space. And so today we'd like to cover one of those happenings, and that is there has been an, an update to the code of practice, the 2018 code of practice. And so today what we'd like to cover with you is at a high level what those changes are, the impact that they will have on both existing and new applicants in the market, and just generally what you can expect going forward. Obviously, with everything we talk about, if there is any specific questions, please feel free to reach out to me or Carl directly. Our contact details are in our footnotes to this episode. And so without further ado, this update has been in in the works for a while. We've known it's coming and it came out sometime in April a little bit talk to our listeners a little bit about what it is that's been updated and generally what the impact is yeah for, so first off the code isn't a completely new code uh, there are updates to the existing code uh, the code of practice under the digital asset business act and these April 2023 updates are mostly in a section, a new section nine, which yep. relates to the conduct of business. That's right. And I'm sure we'll speak about it a little bit later, but there is a, a, an increased emphasis on consumer protection in this section specifically. So we'll get into the details of that a little bit later in our discussion. But first off, I think it's it's important to note that it's not for existing clients and for new clients, it's not this you know, completely new code that you, that you have to wrap your head around. For the most part, it's the same content. There's just a new section and some changes made um, specifically around references to the cyber, cyber risk management program, mm-hmm. which is now a reference to the cyber risk management code, which is a separate code which needs to be complied with. And that's a new code that's going to be issued by the authority at some point within the next couple of months, we would assume. So by the BMA or authority, whenever we use that term, we mean the Bermuda Monetary Authority. So it was out for public comments at the same time as this code in October last year, I believe, if I have that time timeline correct. So that code, along with the new custody code of practice, is imminent. Okay, so let's get into the nitty-gritty. As you mentioned, the focus of this update, and and to be clear to our listeners, the the title of the code is the 2018 um, Code of Practice. It has been updated a couple of times before. I think this would be the second or third update to that code. 
And so this is the 2023 update to the 2018 code of practice. And as Carl outlined, the update is more of a finesse more so than a sort of root and branch approach. There are certain specific things that are throughout that have been amended and changed over certain language. Moreover, more, more so, the changes are to make the applicants or make registrants more specifically in Bermuda more customer focused and when I say customer meaning their end user so more end user focused and so in a nutshell what are some of the sort of the new directions or new concerns that the authority wants registered applicants or registered uh, companies to have in Bermuda a good way to get into the the detail of the new section nine and these kind of consumer protection centric sections is to look at firstly so i've mentioned the cyber risk management changes so that's where existing policies are going to need updating from existing licensees in the in the area and then looking at in the section where potentially entirely new policies will be required is is a good way to sort of wrap our heads around what is required in these sections. Okay, so so why don't we talk about those new policies? So some of these new policies are policies to avoid market interference Mm -hmm. from directors, senior executives, and employees, which is fairly self-explanatory. I don't think we have to talk too too much much about that. Like, Don't interfere with the market if you're a senior exec at a a licensed institution. That, That should be hopefully something that people are already doing. And another policy is the fair treatment of clients, which should be set out in your policies and procedures. And interestingly, it's not it's not particularly prescriptive. It's not saying this is exactly what needs to be in this policy, but it does say the type of things. It does say that you need to outline what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, and what the consequences would be for employees where they don't comply with those standards. And then the last policy that I want to mention, and it's again in the same vein of this consumer protection aspect, is the sales policies, which are not meant to be, uh, not meant to include misrepresentation. You know, uh, sales tactics shouldn't include misrepresentations or missellings or aggressive sales tactics or discrimination. Yeah. So. So not being untruthful because, you know, that's really what it's getting to. Don't make these wild sort of, you know, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And, you know, when you read the fine print, it's nothing close to that, this or that. So, again, these are some minor changes, but profound changes. And they are profound in the sense that companies registering today must comply with this code as updated and companies who are already registered have a period of six months, which takes us to early fall, to comply with this. And as you said, it's going to be, it's going to require existing licensed entities looking at their policies, looking at their procedures. Some of them are already doing these things. And so what they will be doing is pointing out in their policies and procedures where these things are already being provided for or they will be adding that to their existing policies wherever they may be. And and it's not necessarily going to be creating a new policy. For some, it may be tweaking. For others, it may be creating a new policy. It's going to be 
a, it's not a one size fits all for our registered entities. Exactly, and you know, in the background, we've been working on our checklists and all the all the materials that can help our existing clients and and applicants who are looking to get licensed. Immediately, um, we are all lined up to to help within the time frame. In closing, the update to the 2018 Code of Practice focuses on consumers, protecting them and ensuring that their best interests are at the heart of the uh, practices that are going to be carried out by regulated entities under the Digital Asset Business Act in Bermuda. If you have any more questions or are interested in getting licensed in Bermuda, please speak to me or Carl or any one of our members of our team. Right now, we're seeing a lot of interest in Bermuda. It is the place to be, not just because of the weather. And we think that it's a great opportunity for you and your organization, if you are not already interested, to get interested in and to do your due diligence on the benefits of being regulated in Bermuda. So, Carl, thanks again for your time today. I really appreciate it and look forward to working with you and our team on a number of applications. Thanks, Jim. Cheers. Thank you.